Every now and then I meet an adult, fully grown and proper, who has decided to give acting a go. I immediately offer advice, the pros and cons of method acting, how to do fake tears, dealing with fame. But then I have to ask, what took you so long? I have loved performing since I was tiny. I spent my childhood in the world of pretend, watching films and reenacting them whole, making up stories and performing them for anyone who would watch, with mostly no one watching at all. It's not unusual to go through a phase of intense imaginative play, but my phase continues today and I'm 35. My best relationships were formed through this invigorating hobby. My sister and I would gather the family to watch our circus performances. I remember tottering in my little socks on the circular poof in the lounge to enthusiastic, albeit amused, applause. We had to issue stern reminders that we were acrobats and not clowns when our limp roly-polies left us sprawling like mangled starfish. At school, a best friend was made in drama GCSE. As we struggled to forge our fledgling plays, we butted heads, but somehow we knew never to take our disputes outside of the drama studio, nurturing an honesty and trust in our relationship that means we still make work together today. Another close friend took me to her amateur dramatics group. Backstage, we would create amateur dramatics of our own, the scintillating highs and lows of first crushes, kisses, broken hearts and riveting friendships. I met my first love doing a play and my husband-to-be at a job in a theatre and a few other loves in between, but we don't need to mention them here. Friendships made through drama felt intense and ephemeral. Even in my postgraduate diploma and acting training in my 20s, I experienced the same giddy highs and devastating lows more akin to being a teenager. It was wonderful and terrible, all very dramatic and exhausting. But the freedom, the exploration and expression helped me understand myself so well. Unpicking the motivations of characters helped me to learn about my own motivations and to truly understand what drives me. It was thrilling to learn to turn vulnerability into something potent and communicative. It was a relief to be in a class with others who felt it was important to do so. As I moved into making more of my own work, it became harder wrought. After years of training and watching the incredible wealth of theatre we have here in London, the challenge of creating work that could stand up to it was insurmountable. Outside of the class, other issues came to the forefront. Funding, space, tech fees. Making a play went from being something you could do in a living room to something that cost the same as a deposit for a flat just to get going. Now I wish I had not been so hard on myself. At the time of making a play, it can feel like you put your whole life on hold to create the work. But looking back, Those plays are a distillation of my life at that time. I remember walking with a friend from Wales to London to create a piece with hobby horses. It was only a few years ago, but my life was so different then, and I am so glad that we captured that time in a heartfelt, personal play. I'm guilty of judging myself so harshly for how little money I've earned and how little success I've had. I often feel I have failed, but I am still here, still making work. And looking back... What really matters is what the work meant and the friendships it gave me. It doesn't matter that I'm often broke because that is priceless.